so xspa is nothing but a cross it port attack and one more thing see if you are doing a bug bounty or penetration testing see if you are having a critical vulnerability but you are telling like the but you in the report if you are sending like a normal thing for example if you find excesses stored excesses vulnerability that is a high critical one okay so stored excesses is a critical one but if you are making a POS like alerting one means the client will not understand about that okay yes yeah, it is alerting one they doesn't know the severity so if you are alerting the cookies means they get some other okay alerting cookie something okay so that is why if you found any exploit you show it has a high level poc okay you show it like a uh, high level word abilities okay see using this ssrf you can do xspa so xspa is nothing but a cross-site port attack okay ssp xspa is a cross-site port attack and blind ssrf also that i'll tell you how this blind ssrf is working and everything so first we can discuss about xspa so xspa is nothing but cross-site port attack okay so use if there is any website vulnerable to ssrf you can do port scanning from the vulnerable server for example this testphp.vulnerable.com is our ssrf vulnerable site you can use this testphp.vulnerable.com to make a port scanning for some other sites okay so Just for example, I'm going with Nmap. Uh, so I can check with the same. Okay, so demo dot Okay, see I am copying the URL. And uh, see what I'm doing. So in here in this place itself, I'm just checking whether the port number 21 is open or not. I'm just making the mentioning the port number here and I'm sending the request. Okay, if it takes more than issue time, then this port number 21 is not open. Now you have the question, why we can use like this? Why not we can directly go with the Nmap from our system and uh, scanning against the demo.tsfed.net means yes, that's also possible. But if you are doing Nmap scan without any uh, permission, also illegal, okay? So for example, if you're doing Nmap scan without proper consent from the site, if you're doing even Nmap scan also illegal, they can able to take action against you. Okay, so that is why even if you found any website vulnerable to SSRF, you can use that to scan the ports also. So for that, we have to mention each and every port. So for example, here I'm mentioning the port number 80. Yes, port number 80 is already opening because this is a site running on HTTP. So wait. Once if it takes, you can give the port number here. And from the response, if it comes, okay, so okay, I'm just sending this port number 21. So just for example, I'm doing basic NMAP scan. NMAP demo .net. See, without proper concern, if you are doing NMAP also, illegal. So you can do everything now. This, this is a general thing only, but you can do using that. Okay, see, for example, and the port number 8080 is open here. So I'm just giving, I'm mentioning the port number 8080. So you can see that. So wait for the response again sometime. Yes, it's showing bad gateway. So I'm just uh, giving the port number 8080 because this 8080 is open here. Yes, so for 8080, it's showing opening. So which means, so here the port number 8080 is open. Okay, so if you want to check whether some default ports are opening or not, means you can give the port number if the response will come like this. Yes, here there is a port is open. So if you give any unusual port, means it will not open. So I'm giving 8443 because HTTP alt also open here. Yes. Okay, failed to open, but it's sending the request. We found this is this side this uh, port is open okay we confirm this port is open okay so this is actually ssrf guys okay so i'm just showing you some people's in here ssrf
so we can you can take this as a reference so see there is somebody find ssrf in search.gov.gov you are a parameter yes you can completely read what they are doing here and everything at this application leads to aws private key disclosure yes it's true okay so this ssrf leads to private aws key disclosure in ghost cms so ssrf in login page using fetch api expose victim ip address to attacker control server that's amazing so these are all the possibilities you can do with ssr okay you can completely read out what they are doing here so because if we are reading now take some time okay so you can read everything you can take this hacker one and buck code as your reference okay you can learn from that because even i if i want to learn some uh, some about any vulnerabilities means i use this site for a reference because this hacker one and buck code are using in a real-time scenario okay so you can just move uh, So here many testers find these vulnerabilities and report it to the sites. And you can be able to find the real-time scenario, how they find, how they exploit different different uh, uh, security mechanisms at all. So this is fired on 26 months, so last year. This is documentation. Okay, so you can read from here how this tester finds SSR of vulnerability in the science at all. Okay, so I hope you are clear with this. And next, we are going to see about server side template injection. So, once after server side template injection, we take some break and finally we see about unrestricted file upload vulnerability. So, for performing server side template injection, you need to run the XAM server in your machine because we are going to install another uh, vulnerable machine okay so already we installed the vulnerable machine bvap sorry bbox so now you need to install another vulnerable machine so i'm just going with uh, next cabin because here i have already installed i will show you how to install those machines at all okay so now we are going to use install the variable machine xvwe so xvwe is an extreme uh, web uh, vulnerability application extreme variable web application so you can download from github repository okay xvwe github okay so this extreme web, web application will available on github but if you host this in your local apache server it is not working good because it needs a database support okay because if you want to install this xvwa you need a database support for a database support server you can download xam server i guess you are having experience in xam server so once again if you don't have an idea you can uh, watch it now okay so i'm downloading this xam server this you can give xam download and the very first link okay apachefriends.org so you can go to the site apachefriends.org so this xam server has integrated with apache server and sql server and some other thing also okay you can download for linux so yes here i'm downloading this operator version making save yes that's all so please wait for some minute it's downloading the file so once after downloading i tell you how to install the xam server in your kali machine and how you can import this file into your xam server also yes so now our xam server is downloaded so i'm going with my downloads location because this file is available on there making list okay yes here there is a file the xamp linux so first we can give executable permission to this file so you see hmod x uh, plus x and 
you can give the file name yes now this file name got executable permission so you can give the command dot slash sampleinux installer dot run so that's all now it start running the sam server you can give next 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 okay yes here there is a file go to this dashboard and give next again and now it takes uh, three to five minutes based on your system configuration to install so wait so sometimes it also take you 10 minutes or more than 10 minutes also it's more it's totally based on your system and internet uh, configurations okay it's based on your system configuration because it is running locally if you have a well equipped system it takes two to three minutes to complete so we finally give finish yes that's all okay so here there is a server you can go to manage server okay in that you can start mysql database server also okay defaultly start apache server you can start mysql database server okay so wait yes now the database server also running and most important what you need is you have to copy this entire code of xvwa and you have to import this into xam server location so i'll tell you how to do that you can just go with code and copy this url okay and go to the folder file system opt so this opt folder in linux is used for if you install any third party application that will be hosted in this opt folder only you can go to this file system opt lamp htdocs so here you can open the terminal in this location and give the command git clone and paste the url so that's all it start cloning xvw yes it's completed okay so here there is a xvwa we have imported into the xamp server okay and i'll tell you how to configure this one okay so go to your dashboard so you can give your system name or your loopback IP address or 127.0.0.1. Anything is fine. I'm giving this 127.0.0.1. So this is the dashboard we have. So if you give XVWA here, means it's showing error. Okay. Even if there is a folder presented here. Okay. Even if the folder presented here, it's showing you error. I'll tell you how to fix this one. So for this, you can go for a PHP MyAdmin. So from this PHP MyAdmin, you can add the new directory. Okay, so you can give new. Okay, and you can give the database name like xvwa and make create. Okay, so now those xvwa is created. 
that sort. Okay, so here I'm going to XV WA. See, now our XV WA is running successfully inside our Apache XAMPP server. Okay, so now XV WA is running successfully inside our Apache XAMPP server. This XVW is an extremely web application. So this follows this also a VM. Okay, so not a VM. This also vulnerable machine where you can uh, practice more uh, attacks like SQL injection, OS command injection, XPath, formula injection, PHP object. So everything we will see in upcoming classes. Okay, so for the next session, we are going to see about more than five types of different different injection attacks. So we'll cover most of the injection also. So especially once you install this, you can go for a first time, you can go for a setup reset and make reset everything. Yes, that's all. Now we are going for a server-side template injection. The last one. Okay, so wait, I'm checking IP address of this Kali machine. So I forgot yes, it having 192.168.0.116. This is IP address of my Kali machine. I'm going to the Ubuntu and I'm checking my IP address there also. So this Ubuntu machine having the IP address of 192.168.0.122. Okay, see I am going to Firefox. Sorry, it takes some time. Yes, I'm typing this mission IP address and to access the server 192.168.0.116. So 192.168.0.116. slash XVWA. Yes, so now this is the server which is it is running in which machine? Okay, guys, so now this is which server? So this 192.168.0.116 is a server belongs to Kali Linux or Ubuntu. This is the server of Kali Linux. Okay. Now what we are going, we take the scenario of Kali Linux that server is a victim. Okay. That is application server. And we consider this Ubuntu is a attacker. Okay. So Kali Linux that server is a vulnerable application. And we consider this Ubuntu as a victim. And how we can utilize this server side template injection to take the complete entire machine remote code execution access okay so first what i am doing is i'm checking whether this ubuntu machine have the netcat or not so which which can see yes it having netcat okay so yes i'm going to the server side template injection so first of all i'll tell you what is server side template injection where you can find this one so generally when you are getting some mails in in along with the mail you can able to find some templates okay so for example if you are using your domain mail in in your signature or something where you can find some templates at all okay how generally these templates are working it is based on the template engines okay there is a back-end template engines are there that template gen engines only actuate the templates okay so that is how you can see templates in your mail Okay, so when you're receiving a mail, you can able to find some templates and even there is a, a very initial thing in a server-side template injection is if they are processing any temp, if they are getting input from any templates, okay, then it is possible for template injections. Okay, so for example, if you found, if you get any mail and in that mail, if you found any templates means you can go to the templates and if there is any uh, connections of input processing by the template you can exploit the server-side template injection from that place okay and there are many template engines are there like a twig jinga and pebbles and many template engines are there the real task is to find what template engine they are using in a backend so this is a vulnerable set and they are giving a hint like they are using a twig template engine but in real time you need to find everything manually so for for that what you need to do is you can go for the payload all the things Okay, so here you can select for server-side template injection. 
so inside the server a template injection so you need to find each and every templates you need to give payload of each and every template how it is working so before giving the payload first here you can understand the business logic how it is working so generally what they are asking here so they are asking to enter the name so i am entering my name as a john and submit see now what it's showing it's showing hello john okay so for example here i'm entering my name into surya see it's showing hello surya okay see if i enter see it just then generally printing what i'm typing so if i'm entering my name like so 5 plus 5 and submit it's showing 5 plus 5 okay it's generally printing all the user input here okay not processing it only printing all the user input here so here i'm giving some uh, templates like curly braces and five plus five and i'm closing the curly braces see now what it doing what it done it if it is a normal application what it have to do so when we are giving it giving like a five plus five it have to print the entire uh, data here but it not printing instead of that it making process it making process and printing the value here so we found this so if any application is processing the user input instead of printing in this particular location then it is vulnerable to the server-side template injection i know this payload is working for a twig but if but because here there is a, they give the hint they are using a back-end template engine as a twig but if i am testing in the real-time application i'll test each and every payload here okay so for as planned okay so far first i'm checking with this payload if it is not working then i can go with some other payloads okay so groups just okay so from here itself it is starting okay so for jinga 2 for so for jinga 2 you have to give like this okay and pebbles and most of the jinga pebbles and twig are the very famous uh, template engine most of the site will be using this template engines in their plugin okay okay so this is for pebble okay so if you want to test i can copy this payload and i run it on a pebble at all so for twig yes the same thing okay so this is exactly the thing we done okay so i can take copy each and every payload and i run it on the input place and find whether it is executing or not see now we found it is executing and it is vulnerable to ssr vulnerable to server-side template injection so i'm just uh using this server-side template injection to make remote code execution okay so for this here there is a tag for a code execution if you want to perform code execution against this so these are all the possible command you can read for each and every command what it's doing and everything so i am just using this one okay i am paste it on here so before that i'll show you okay so here there is a linux command id here so this is this will be executed by this okay it will execute the linux command id so here i'm making submit see now what happened so if you execute the command id in linux means it will be executed like this this is the output for id command it processing the user inputs so for example here i'm just giving the command who am i see it's showing my name demand so it processing all the user input so in as attacker side what i'll do is i just take my remote code execution i just uh, uh, use the netcat for the remote code execution in this scenario okay sorry okay so i'm just pasting this command so instead of this idea i'm starting my netcat service okay so i'm checking my ip address ipa so here i'm having the ip address of mm -hmm. 192.168.0.112 this is my ip address so i'm using netcat to make a reverse connection so netcat ip address and i'm start listening i'm using listening for port number 1234 and i'm sharing Ipen e sharing bin bash that's all okay so before executing this command i'm starting listener from my side because we are executing commands so we have to start listener from our side and i'm just giving switching to sudo 
okay so netcat and wilson verbal spoke in last day if we have a time uh, end of the session uh, if you have a time i'll teach you about the metasploit framework and netcat and uh, something more than that also okay and i'm listening on the port number one two three four okay so that's a temporary failure listening resolution So wait, I'm installing Netcat to this machine. And also I'm installing the NCAT. So NCAT is nothing but NMAP plus Netcat. So this is the some additional uh, updated than Netcat. Yes, it is running. Yes, and now I'm starting this enough from my side. Okay, so that's all. Here I'm copying this uh, payload and I'm going to the website. Okay, see here I'm giving this command and making execute. See, now this it is loading on. I'm going to my terminal. See here you can able to see the message connection received from attacker IP address. Okay, so we got the attacker machine access. I'm giving ls command. See, it's showing everything. Okay, we get the access of attacker attacker machine. I'm giving the command of ifconfig. See, this is the IP address of which machine? victim machine okay so this is ip address of victim cali machine okay see even if you want to move clear so i'm just giving a command system um, python i can see import pty if you want to get a shell like this i'll tell you what is shell you can pty dot span and you can mention the shell what kind of shell you need i'm giving the shell bin bash okay so i'll tell you what is uh, shell see for example here if you give see this if config is our input okay and these are all output here ls is input and these are the output see now all the input and output everything will be look like same so if you want to want to get a shell like this for example if i am giving ls means you can able to make a differentiate between see the difference between input and output clearly but here everything will be look like same if you want to shell like this then you can execute this Python module. Okay, so it is not working. So just Python C reference. yes okay so we got the shell and we see it showing daemon at kali okay so we got the kali mission access this is actually remote code execution okay so we are the very low privilege user so we doesn't have the privilege to get into the folder but generally we get the victim server access okay this is actually remote code execution we perform this remote code execution using the server side template injection vulnerability so this is how have to entirely test the application for example if you are doing a bug bounty then if you find a vulnerability or if you miss some other vulnerabilities that is okay but in case of penetration testing if you are doing you have to focus on each and every vulnerability see for example if you fix all the vulnerabilities like uh, sql injection ssr and some other critical vulnerabilities but if you fail to check the server side template injection that server side template injection also leads for the remote code execution so that attacker can get the entire machine shell so that is why to focus on each and every vulnerabilities. Now we are going to use this metasploitable machine as a uh, VM. Okay, so this vulnerable metasploit machine as a victim, and we are going to exploit this machine and we are going to gain the access of file up access from the file upload vulnerability. So the application have to properly restrict it, have to properly validate what kind of file the users are uploading. So generally, it's based on the business logic. What kind of file it have to accept? For example, if it is in the place of uh, profile picture, so most of the pictures will be in PNG or JPG format. It only have to accept those format. So for example, if there is any persons uploading EXE file 
or a php files into the server it is not it is totally unusual using those files attacker can get a reversal from those systems okay so that is where file actually file upload vulnerability we will see some steps how to bypass the file upload vulnerability functions as well so here i am using this metasploit framework sorry metasploitable machine as a victim so i'm the default user id is msf admin and password also same msf admin so that's all i'm checking ip address so this metasploitable machine contains the having the ip address of 192.168.0.109 okay and we take the scenario of this cali machine is a attacker so what i'm doing is i'm just going to the site the interface of metasploitable framework and i'm giving the ip address of 192.168.0.109 yes this is our metasploitable machine and i'm going to dbwe and the username is admin password is password p-a-s-s-w-o-r-d everything is a lowercase okay so once after this make set up or reset these machines and uh, yes okay so here is the options for upload and there is a file upload option so first we exploit the low level security and we can go with next medium and high level as well okay so first we exploit this low level i'm going to this upload option see here you can able to see the image to upload so generally what is the file extension for image it may be jpg file or png file so for example here i'm downloading some files So it is uncute. <laughs> so we take this image, uh, save images, desktop.jpg. Okay, so first I try to upload this file into the server. Okay, so next.jpg. Okay, once again, yes, index.jpg. Yeah, here is the file. I'm selecting this file and making upload. See, now it's showing this file is successfully uploaded. Okay, so now this file is successfully uploaded. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to check with some PHP files. So, for example, I am creating a demo PHP file. So, demo.php. Okay, so just right. Okay, so let me try to upload this PHP file. Demo.php open and making upload. See, now this PHP file also uploaded successfully. Now, if it is a proper application, it have to restrict the PHP file because here there is a business extension for image only. So if it may be a JP, JPEG file, PNG file, or JPG file, it have to accept this format only, but it doesn't validating the user input. Now it allows user to upload any files. Okay, so user can upload PHP file or any other files. So it is very low level security vulnerability. So once if attacker upload the malicious file, using that file also attacker can get the reversals. Okay, so now I'm going to make a setup reset everything. I'm going to the security level. I'm changing to medium and submit. And here I'm going to upload. Okay, so I'm uploading the same index.jpg file and making upload. See, now this file is uploaded successfully. And I'm going to the upload of, okay, sorry. Okay, I'm going to the browse option and I'm selecting this PHP file once again demo.php and making upload see now what showing what is this showing it's showing your image was not uploaded okay so now it restricts the php file okay now i'm selecting the demo.php file and making upload see it's showing on second your image was not uploaded which is now they are filtering the php files so what can we do to bypass this one 
yes we can try the double extensions okay and one more important thing in a web application pen testing if any application do validations doing validation from the client side it is changeable okay so client can easily change that validations because see for example if you get into any application but it validate everything in a client side means client can able to change that one okay for example if you get into a site and you, you found there is a parameter tampering in the payment method you can able to tamper the price amount also if it is validating from the client side not only this any security mechanism see for in last time when we are seeing a cross scripting vulnerability uh, we found there is a restriction of characters okay so in one particular level we can only able to give 15 characters but we extend the limit 15 to 50 so this everything is working and validating from the client side okay and please take it as a note it is very important every application have to validate all the things in the server side only because if the application is validating everything in a client side client can able to change that okay so now what i am doing is okay so you can take a malicious php file so php web shells so these php web shells are you can download from online and even in your calibration also it is defaultly available you can go to the file system user share so here you can find the folder web shells okay inside the folder web shells you can select what kind of web shells you need so i am going to php so these are all the different types of php web shells okay so simple backdoor and the reverse shell so i am using this reversal payload okay reversal php script so i'm copying this file you please don't edit anything here okay you take you take one copy and you can edit this copied file okay so now what you can do is you can open this file with mouse pad and you need to change this ip address okay it having and also it having the default port of 1234 if you want to change the port you can change else you can leave it to the default 1234 so here in the ip address i'm giving attacker ip address okay so this cali linux is attacker and i'm checking my ip address which is 192.168.0.116 i'm copying this one and based on here okay and okay so we can go with the default 123 port itself that's fine and see and one more thing guys see even some of the firewalls will block something based on the name itself okay so for example even it having the name of uh, even having the extension of like uh, jpg but it having some suspicious name also it will be blocked but this is beyond security it is not available in all time but in some time it may be available for example if you make the name like reversal or something the firewall will block some word also but this is very unusual concept it is happening in very less time but this is possible so generally what you can do is see even if it is not validating for example if the system has got compromised if the administrator and security peoples are checking for the system means if there is any file called uh, reversal.php is located means they can easily ident identify okay from this reversal.php file only they're getting the shell okay so you can uh, make the file name into some original files like a like info.php something you can do like this okay so here i'm trying to upload this info.php file yes here it is loaded and i'm making upload yes it is not uploading so what i'm doing is i'm just converting this into double extension so i'm going to rename again so info.php.jpg okay so it likes it look like image okay so here i'm making selecting this info.php.jpg file and making upload see guys now this file is successfully uploaded okay now this file is successfully uploaded but the task now this file has uploaded like a image file only okay so now this file is uploaded as an image file only not as a php file if we want to get a reversal we should have to upload the php file if it is a image file we can't able to get the reversal so now what i'm going to do is i'm just changing the file name for one second um, my info.php.jpg just for example i'm changing the name and i'm uploading the file again my info.php.jpg but before uploading i'm starting my verb shoot and i'm capturing the request okay and this way i'm starting the proxy proxy
okay yes it makes intercept on and i'm uploading this 94.php.jpg file okay so yes here that is a file is passing here okay so in most of the time you can't able to find this because most of the request you may you maybe miss that one you can make a search to utilize that you can give the file name my info that's all okay so there's a one match and i'm checking the match yes here is the file my info.php.jpg okay so you can remove this jpeg dot jpeg now it looks like php okay and i'm making forward this request and intercept of see now this file is uploaded but it is uploaded as which type of file uploaded as a php file now we can able to get shell of this file okay so for getting shell of this file first i'm starting listener from my side because we we give attacker ip address for the reverse connection and i'm starting i'm using netcat for the listening listening verbose port and we use the same default port 1234 because in the php file we doesn't change the port number we go with the direct default 1234 port 1 d here also i'm doing the 1234 port okay so and so now we started listening from our side but the very important thing if you want to get shell from this file you have to trigger this file whenever this file is executed then only you can able to get this shell see for example if you are creating a virus and send it to your victim system and you can't able to hack over that okay if your victim has executed the file if your victim has installed the file then only you can able to get the shell access so here also the same topic okay you you have to trigger the file once if this my info.php file got triggered then only we can get the shell so how we can get trigger over this here is the concept how we can get triggered over this okay so for that you have to find when where the file is generally saved okay so wherever the file is generally saved here it's showing a hackable upload so in this location only this file is saving but in real time it doesn't reveal that so you have to check like that okay you only need to check everything where the file is storing on okay see here i'm just calling this file see now it is loading at all and i am going to my terminal see here we got the shell okay so here we got the shell i am giving the command who am i www-data so this is a very low privilege user of this machine but anyhow we got the shell okay so i am just giving slash bin slash bash okay so python to python c import pty semicolon pty dot span slash bin slash bash that's all okay so i can have see import pty semicolon pty dot span and you can give mention the shell here so i need a bin bash because that is very convenient shell for me yes now we got the shell okay okay so we got the shell like www data this is the user at metasploitable machine we got the machine access see but if this linux command is not working means the environment variable is not settled so for this you can give the command uh export term linux okay so here i'm giving the command clear once again okay so export term equal to linux yes now it is working you can give the command export space term capital equal to linux now it will accept all the linux terms and commands now we got the application shell okay now we got the target machine shell using the file upload vulnerability okay so these are all the every checkpoints you need to focus and i'm checking one side see so this is another application so 
now this i guess the site is not working now not available now okay see now i'll tell you some logics on this okay see even if you uploaded the file what we need to get for shell you have successfully uploaded php file into the application server and what you need to do to get for the shell if you want to get a shell what you need to do you have to trigger this file okay you have to execute or run this file then only you can able to get the shell okay now what we did we copy this location where this file is located in the server and call the file so now whenever we're calling the file it got it gets triggered and start working but in real time scenario how you can find that one there's a different different chances are there okay so we can go for i'm just checking for is there any application vulnerable to file upload vulnerability out there so if it is working then i'll show you okay so this is actually file upload vulnerability and you can take this as a task okay you can complete the high high level it is nothing it is very easy okay it is exactly like a medium only some difference only some difference you can make a research for this and you can solve the high level security it exactly similar like medium only not so difference so next the very interesting and very uh, famous vulnerability we are going to see was a parameter tampering yes so once we got tamper we change the pollute the parameter if it got executed by the server then it is parameter tampering generally using parameter tampering we can able to tamper the price amount and coupon code expiring everything so we will see about this okay so recently i found the site is vulnerable to parameter tampering we can export it on a real site okay so what is the site yes okay so we can take the site for reference this is actually a theme park in chennai okay so wait okay so here we can check for the parameter tampering there's option for login see if you test this site you can able to find more vulnerabilities you can just take uh, testing over the site okay so here i'm going with option of buy tickets okay so here there is a ticket price for adult and child i am going to buy these tickets okay so here i'm asking the name so i'm giving my name as a john and phone number 9876543210 and email i'm giving uh, john at email.com okay and date i'm choosing so for example let me choose this date 27 and the number of adults we can take eight so number of child two and select category so we can go with gold combo so what is the price before processing this i'm just making intercept over the request and making forward see here you can check where the price amount is passing on so 6300 okay so yes here the amount is passing and just tampering the amount to 60 rupees and even you can change it to 10 rupees or 1 rupees anything as we want and i'm making a forward over it and intercept off that's all okay see now it start redirecting so now finally how much it asking for us 10 rupees that's all okay mm -hmm. so even if you're thinking it is uh, just a even when in the payment it may it may be validate something or not means i'll show you in live so for example here i'm giving my own ubi id so I'm just going with my ATM Okay, so this is my ATM and I'm just making verify. Yes, it's verified and making processed. Yes, now I got the balance of uh, price amount of 10 rupees from my ATM. If I pay 10 rupees, I can book ticket for all the eight adults and two childs. Okay, just wait, I'll share my screen else i i will just show you show you the screenshot 
so this is actually parameter dampening it is really simple to find and it is a really extreme dangerous one okay so yes this is the request i got in a paytm okay so still it is asking for 10 rupees only if we pay 10 rupees then uh, we can book ticket for all the papers you can look the timings and uh, everything okay so 10 rupees only so this is actually parameter tampering okay see now if you need what you need to understand is okay see if this application validating the price amount price list everything from the server side then it is not easy to make or process this parameter tampering but what this application do instead of a server side validation it validates everything from the client side now the price ticket amount is going from client side only have you understood now the price ticket amount is going from client side only so the client will change the price amount means yes it is changing in the server so that is why we can order ticket in 10 rupees even you can order it on one rupees and i'll give you one hint so the same parameter tampering is available in famous earphone company website okay you can check the site you can find what site it is but it is uh, i guess last two months ago we found that one of the team generally my personal experience if i found any bug means i'm not report to the server i'm not guiding you i'm not misleading or guiding you to do the same okay so my policy i find the bug okay i like to find uh, exploit the bugs but not so in uh, reporting so last two week, two months ago sorry so two months ago we found there is a one famous uh, airport and watch company in that side also that is a parameter tampering vulnerability in the payment method also but and if you in, if you purchase the tickets or order the products using a parameter tampering i am not responsible for the next uh, the issues what you are facing so i am also very clear with this okay you can if you want to do anything you can do it on your own risk Okay, I'm not responsible for anything. So that is from my side.